0: Welcome to Tony Take Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Take Podcast, episode 228. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have off-road Andy. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. And check out our sports podcast after this. Let's jump right on in, Andy. I've got a couple of news stories. One, first things first, uh, we're going to start with, I guess. How about my uh, surgery I had on uh, Friday last week? I had surgery on my leg to remove some uh, potentially cancerous uh, skin.
1: It's not news to me. I, I heard about it yesterday. So you
0: got sti- First, I'm getting stitches.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. You should have uh, gotten more fights or something. Yeah,
0: played basketball. I mean, you just yeah. get a, an elbow to the face didn't really need a stitch um but yeah i'm a a much better actually today versus even yesterday with my uh, walk Uh, it's a little bit more together i guess each day so stay out of the sun and go get yourself inspected regularly if you have the fair skin like myself
1: yep sunscreen it it's real the sun is a dick folks it works but it's not uh perfect and that you need a lot of it so i who is are better telling us you know when we were younger but it's how it is
0: yeah um and so this leads into my next story this was done on friday and i uh, took the day off to uh just recoup and uh i had a big old bandage on my leg and elevate it and I watched a bunch of movies, so I'll actually have quite a bit of uh movie news, uh, what I've been watching rather. But uh during one of the movies I was watching, there was I live on a peninsula, Andy, you're you're aware, but the just to paint a picture for the, the listener here. So we're surrounded by boats. Uh we have one road in, one road out kind of a thing. And uh means you don't really hear a lot of cars. There's not a lot of traffic or anything like that. Or uh there is an airport not far from us, but uh you don't get a whole lot of air traffic over us. However, on Friday, there was a very loud helicopter for, I don't know, five or so minutes. And finally, I was like, what the hell? Like, it's interrupting my movie. And I went out on the balcony, and it was the Humongo helicopter. Like, think of the biggest size. Like, think of like what the president would get into or something. And on the bottom of it, it said sheriff. And like, you can, like, this thing was maybe... 500 feet above me or something was pretty close. And you can see like the doors wide open and a couple of guys on either side of this thing, just staring out over like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, everyone on their balconies coming out, looking at this thing. Cause it's, it's very loud and it goes on for a good 20, 30 minutes. This thing is just circling our like specific area. Come to find out. Um, there's a, a shopping center, Across the water from us, and you can see, you know, a little bit of it uh, from our balcony. See cop cars kind of racing through their little uh, like parking garage area, and uh, the uh, long story short here, and if you even call it that at this point, there was a a ship coming from uh, one can only assume Mexico, and it was carrying a bunch of people and unknown other items. Uh, A newspaper article. Well, I don't think you so. You can't bring fruit. Up maybe. Yeah. So a newspaper article said that uh, they were intercepted in the water by the uh, United States Coast Guard. And they you know, kind of pulled them over to a dock, public dock right by us, which is where the uh, grocery store and the parking lot is, which is where those other police officers were. Uh, it said they detained like over a dozen people and they had to dispatch dive teams to, uh, you know, scrounge up whatever may have been thrown overboard. So, whoa, it's like, we don't live in San Diego. This good, that's a good trek. And it looked like a, it was about a 35 ish, 32 ish foot boat. Not the biggest boat in the whole wide world, but it's like, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. I, that's what you get for living on the water. There's all kinds of weird sea crimes. You just don't, even know, about.
0: Well, that was the first one I really, I knew about it. was Like I said, it was very loud. And then the crazy thing, the helicopter came back the next day. I couldn't oh, yeah. find any other stories, but
1: pretty bizarre. They got to monitor of the situation. It yeah. could be a second boat. <laughs> what if
0: they were like towing in a submarine one the next time? It's like, holy
1: crap. One of those like personal submarines, yeah. like a James Cameron thing. That mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: But okay, those are my two little uh, news stories. Uh, next news story we've got, we got a new space cowboy, and it's not Clint Eastwood. Richard Branson has gone eh, to space, fifty miles yeah, I
1: think, up. I think it's legally space, right? It is. It or was no?
0: fifty miles up. I mean, he didn't go to the space station. That's like half the way, I think, to the space station, but uh, still counts. Still impressive. And I think that's what people can pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for to get their their uh, spot. Uh, obviously, not anytime soon, but. First flight was a success, so.
1: Yeah, it's crazy that he decided he was going to do it himself, you know? I guess they had already, like, the pilots had already flown it, but uh, that would be insane if that thing blew up. Just like, all right, well. People are still talking about Bezos's blue origin. Yeah, that he's going to be the first guy to die or something, but, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I mean, I don't care that. I, I like that they're doing this. Uh, there probably is something better they can do with their money, but there's also worse they can do with their money. Yeah, so it's fine. But also like.
0: I mean, Richard Branson is a little different. I don't know what all he's he's got his hands in. Obviously, he has a cell phone and an airline and whatever else too. Oh,
1: uh, uh, that record store is going to take off any day. <laughs> yeah.
0: But obviously, you know, we're uh, Bezos. Just I mean, you probably have an order out right now for something from Amazon. Um, I know I do. I do. I, do. I ordered a big old sun hat. I'm one of those snatch, old guys
1: now. Snatch on 4K. Wow. It, that was the only, thing,
0: the only thing I ever bought on Black Friday uh, for five bucks at Best Buy. And that was actually the when I learned what Black Friday was. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. It sounds scary. And it is. But it's, it's an awful different. thing. Yeah. I think it's over now. It's done.
0: It's got to be. Everything's online. So yeah. you, when do you, when do you get your 4K? Uh, car- Does it come in a caravan?
1: No, it's not a special edition or anything. Just oh, a normal. That'd be cool. Just a little disc. Uh, let's see what the Amazon update is. Of that, uh, that is arriving Wednesday, July twenty first. Oh, is what they're God. saying. It's on so, back order. Yeah. So even if you pre-order stuff, uh, I mean that's the game you play. Is sometimes, like I don't like to pre-order because a lot of these things are like twenty five bucks when they come out, but then they're mm-hmm. like fifteen or ten. Sometime down the line, but sometimes then they sell out everything they made and you never get it. So uh, it's it was worth it to me. So at some point uh, on the what have i been watching, uh, Snatch will be on there. Oh. So stay tuned.
0: Do it for a caravan.
1: Yeah. You like dags? See, right now, if you try to order it on Amazon, couldn't do it. Oh, you could no. order the DVD for five bucks Yeah, or the uh, Blu-ray for nine dollars. And it looks like it's available on Prime for free. There you go. So it's it's a good movie. I can already recommend it. So just go ahead. Yeah, it's fun. Anyone. Yeah.
0: Jason Statham. Brad Pitt. All right. Well Yeah, Richard <laughs> Branson went to space. <laughs> I don't know how it got there. <laughs> um, so kudos to him. And I don't know when Bezos goes. I think it's next week, uh, but maybe it's this week. I don't. I don't know. I mean, now it's like who cares? Like someone already did it. Like it's also well, kind of he funny dies. that he, he's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna go on, you know, the seventeenth of of July, and Richard Branson's like, fuck that, I'm gonna go up on the you know eleventh or whatever the hell he went. It's like I'd be pissed.
1: You also know he. Yeah. It was a little part of him was like, blow up, son of a bitch, blow up. So Branson's been doing this for a lot longer though. So I kind of like that he got in there. Like he's been doing weird shit with his planes and everything. Yeah, I don't doubt it. So. But I'm happy for him. Yeah. Kudos. Remember when he was the rebel billionaire?
0: Why? Because he was eccentric or something?
1: That was like a TV show.
0: <laughs> that was a TV show? I think so. I never heard yeah. of
1: that. Uh, let's see when it aired. The Rebel Billionaire. Branson's Quest for the Best. It aired in 2004. It's great. I think it was like, I it was like Australia. A, I think it was kind of a ripoff of the apprentice. Yeah. So it was like, Oh, he's, but I mean, like, here's the thing is, uh, Richard Branson can't be president in America, so we don't got to worry about that.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know He's been married know. to the same woman since 1989.
1: That's pretty good. Is it, is it still a first wife or,
0: uh, it was a second wife.
1: Okay. Cause I mean, those guys, they've been around for years.
0: Yeah. He's 70 years old.
1: I would have thought older for some reason. I thought he was like...
0: 71. But he'll be 71 in five days. So All right, so
1: he'll be 71 when Jeff Bezos finally dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it over here. Or when did you say Bezos is one with?
0: I have no idea. No, Like I said, no one really cares anymore.
1: Yeah, I still care. Let's see.
0: He goes to space on July 20th, a week from today.
1: Okay, so Richard Branson will be 71 years old. Yeah. <laughs> really important.
0: Alrighty, Very good, and uh, yeah, kudos to, to him. Uh, tell us about some Emmy nominations.
1: Uh, they came out today, if anyone still cares about the Emmys. It's for TV that came out between June 1st of last year and May 31st of this year. So that's one of the weird parts about the Emmys is that Uh, The shows come out whenever they want to come out, whereas like Oscar movies, you know, come out in the fall. So it's like they're fresh in your head. Uh, But like so like uh, outstanding drama series. I can't even tell you when some of these came out. So. The Boys, I did watch that came out almost a whole year ago at this point. Uh, The Mandalorian last fall. Lovecraft Country was last summer and has been canceled. So didn't make it to a second season, which I don't think they ever really planned exactly for a second season but because it was kind of standalone episodes. But if they knew it was going to be one s- season, then maybe they could have been a limited series rather than a drama series. But uh, it still got nominated. So um Netflix, even though they seem like they don't put good shit out anymore, still had two in the best drama series, Bridgerton and The Crown, neither of which I watch. Uh, and they had three in outstanding comedy with, with Cobra Kai, which that's weird to me that I thought that would be kind of like a joke series, but
0: yeah, I didn't watch it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I might watch it at some point. Um, You're ordering a
0: big, bl- uh, 4k. Yeah,
1: I was never a big karate kid fan anyways, but many
0: other. And that's why I was, uh, eh, I don't need
1: yeah. Uh Then Emily in Paris and the Kaminsky method. So again, things I don't watch. Mm-hmm. I think that's, we've talked about this before. One of the problems with the Emmys, it's, it's not that the oh, they pick the things no one watches. It's just that like, there's so much stuff that there isn't like a show that everyone watches.
0: Yeah. That doesn't um, exist anymore. When you have, you know, it's remember when you first like digital cable was a brand new thing and satellite. And it's like, you have 700 channels. It's like, you couldn't watch all of them. And now yeah. it's, you have 700 shows and the, a new one comes out every single day. It's like, well, okay.
1: Yeah. And then, and then like, yeah, the, the, the crazy thing is now how everything is, you're, It's most of it's for streaming services, but then like, do you have them all when some are still with TV channels, like HBO is a streaming service and a TV channel. What about, uh, so Pose on FX was nominated for Best Drama Series. That's on FX, but it's that means it's on Hulu, because it's on FX, so that means it's on Hulu, but The Handmaid's Tale is on Hulu only. It's not on a regular TV channel, and it's like, okay. And that's what I'm looking at, the Outstanding Drama Series. Like, okay, I watched I watched three of them. I guess that's pretty good. And they, it seems like they nominate more now that there's more TV. We're like, well, we'll nominate more. That'll get people excited. But it's like, no, so no. I watched.
0: Nominate less, if anything.
1: I watched uh, three out of the eight. So The Mandalorian, The Boys, and Lovecraft Country, which I never even watched all of them. I, I did like what I watched. I I've don't only think watched Mandalorian win. of those yeah i mean the boys is great that's that's and that's a show that that fits a certain demographic where it's like that's i was very surprised it was nominated because like it's not necessarily uh prestige tv it's not bridgerton which Mm -hmm. looked super boring to me because it's like people doing fashion in the 80s or not the 80s the 1800s or something yeah maybe it's in the 80s too who knows and then outstanding, outstanding limited series. I watched three out of the five, so that's actually pretty good. So, uh, cool. Mayor of Easttown, which we both watched, did yeah. Uh, the Queen's Gambit, which you said you watched as well, so that's I watched not that. That's on my what I watched. And WandaVision, uh, WandaVision, which
0: I did not watch.
1: The Disney Plus show, so that's so Disney Plus uh, got got nominations. Apple TV Plus got a nomination with Ted Lasso, so they're all, they're all out there. They're getting they're getting stuff. So. Uh, but I don't know. The, the other weird thing about TV is just, like I said, the release schedule, there's no one, they don't put everything all at once, but then shows will like be off the air for two years or three years even sometimes, or like Kirby Enthusiasm. How long was that gone for? 12 like, years. Yeah. Very, very long time. And then like, we're going to keep doing them. And, um, yeah. The other thing I don't like is, um, Hamilton, I guess, qualifies under limited series which is weird because or okay lead, limited series or movie cuz it's on it's a, Disney Plus yeah but it was also nominated for golden globes last year as well because it's a movie it's like what so so uh two of the all the hamilton people got nominated for acting awards so lead actor Lin Manuel Miranda and Leslie Odom Jr and it's like why like you're just stealing people's slots that was filmed like in the year 2000, that is so old at this point. I know the Disney Plus showing was only last summer, but like, that's weird. I don't like that.
0: Yeah, that shouldn't win.
1: Yeah. So it's, there's, they got to figure out these categories where the, there's not really a whole, a big separation between TV and movies anymore. There's just like, ah, uh, things on streaming. And because I think they even have, they have like a category for TV movie. And it's like, what's a TV movie at this point? <laughs> like, was Godzilla vs Kong a TV movie? It came to a streaming service. Yeah, first. I don't know.
0: That was in theaters same time though.
1: Uh, it was, yeah. But what about what about Luca? So that was or Soul even Soul came yeah. only to Disney Plus. Never went to theaters. theaters. Were illegal. If that's a TV movie, that's the best TV movie that was made last year, right? <laughs> Usually, like TV movies are always starring like Tom Selleck or something, right? Yeah. It's like, that was a real-ass movie. I don't know. Hmm. Wow, I'm seeing Zach Braff got nominated for Best Direction for Ted Lasso. I would have never known that Zach Braff directed an episode of Ted Lasso. Uh, He's one of those guys who made like a billion dollars off of Scrubs. Yeah. he never has to work again.
0: He also did, what's that movie, Garden State? Yeah. Got big money on Garden State. I don't think so, but still, yeah. probably actually paid them to to make it. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't know if you, how much you want to talk about Emmys. Uh, we'll go in further. Afterwards. Well, let me see
1: when it's actually happening. Uh, Is that like September, 18th? September nineteenth. So, oh, uh, look at me. Ted Lasso got the most nominations of any show. That's wow, insane. I based will on watch a commercial an ounce of that, I will watch it when I, I'll get Apple Plus. I said this for like a month. Because uh, there's that and then there's like... Flowers of the Killing Moon or whatever. Oh, I forgot that's coming there. Yeah. Um. Did any of the other shows get nominated? I don't think so. They had that thing that comes out like today, I think, with one of the Key and peels or something with the musical. I don't know. Not interesting to me, but uh, it I exists. Know. I don't know that one. Yeah. I think all the Apple stuff is just Ted Lasso. Mm. Congratulations.
0: Way to go. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about 824.
1: One of my favorite uh, movie production slash distribution companies. Uh, the rumor was is uh, they were up for sale, that they were willing to be bought for around $3 billion. So there's been a lot of sales of movie production companies. Uh, obviously, Fox from a few years ago, which is like $50 billion. And then very recently, MGM, which was eight and a half. So they were looking like, "Hey, we can cash out at this point." Uh, I don't want that to happen. I want them to stay their own company, which looks like that's happening for now. But uh, now that the story's out there, that mean, that means there'll be be a market for it. Like, I don't want to see like, I don't want to see Apple TV Plus buy them and then have a, the exclusive rights to all their movies. I don't want that. That wouldn't be might happen. Me. Yeah, it might. And then I'd have to be an Apple guy. Yeah. And Steve Jobs will just mock me from the grave. Yeah, that's how it like, works. I gotcha, you fucking asshole. Finally. <laughs> they're,
0: they're making plays to gather and scoop up every every single person who's an Apple denier. It'll
1: happen. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. I know they still. A24 is still making movies I want to see. Uh, Green Knight pretty soon, a couple weeks. That's going to be great. It's a sequel to Black Knight, Cern Mark <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, but it's. uh. <laughs> It's David Lowry, the guy who made the ghost movie that I that I liked. So he makes weird stuff, but okay. Um, and then uh Red Rocket. That's what I'm really looking forward to. The Sean Baker movie uh, about Simon Rex, where he is a, a washed up porn star who returns to his small Texas hometown. Like Interesting. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> so I I like I like what they make. It's not like everything is great, but at least something it's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, here's my nightmare. I'm just looking at their upcoming movies. Uh, the Tragedy of Macbeth, which I didn't know was going to be an A24. That's going to be good. That's that's Joel Cohen without his brother. Just Joel Cohen uh, starring Denzel and Frances McDormand. Coming straight to Apple TV+. There you go. They already did it. They already did it to me. Little wow. by little. Yeah. Looks like they have a lot of movies already Apple TV+, already bought. So I just will this into existence. Oh, shit, yeah, it's over.
0: You did it. No yeah. one else.
1: They have none of their other ones have a deal. It looks like they've they've sold movies to Amazon before, uh, but all their future ones are all Apple TV.
0: All right, look at that. <laughs> okay, well maybe they won't pick up this one, the Tomorrow War sequel.
1: Yeah, that's it's already in development. After the success of A Tomorrow War, uh, streaming on Amazon, I need to look into this further. I didn't read in the story. Who gets that movie? Because that was a movie made by Paramount. Paramount. And Amazon spent $200 million to uh, bring it to Amazon. So, let's see. uh, Amazon is going to do the sequel. So, wow. Wow. They're gonna they'll do a co-production, but it's gonna be that's an Amazon property now. That's what they want. Um, that makes sense. That that would kind of suck if you watch it on Amazon and they're like, now I have to go to the theaters to see it. This is weird. You get um, it on but, Paramount, but uh, they they they're in talks to bring everyone back. Uh, Chris Pratt, you know, uh, JK Simmons, of course, that's important, along with uh, director Chris McKay. So. Uh, I don't think that movie needed a sequel but anything it does is successful at all they'll figure out a way especially Mm -hmm. it's like well aliens they can come back aliens are always coming in from space right you never know I think
0: every uh, couple days
1: yeah so that's probably a a while away but for all you Chris Pratt fans Jurassic Park is ending I'm sure so he's gotta, gotta get the next series yeah all right, well, maybe he'll be in this new one, too, for a Barbie movie. Yeah, so remember when they were making movies off toys? like It was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, there was Transformers, and there was a battleship and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, well, now they're they're trying it again, and they're making a Barbie movie. So this has been, I think they've been trying to do this for a little while, um, and now it's confirmed It's going to be directed by Greta Gerwig, who is, a you know... a She's done stuff. A good young filmmaker. Both of her her first two movies were nominated for Best Picture, so uh, a big name. Uh, And then starring Margot Robbie, who does good projects. Like Margot Robbie, and I'm sure she's producing as well. She is also a big name in Hollywood, that she uh, has a lot of power, gets movies made, and is... She's good, like... She knows what she's doing. She knows how to pick good projects. So this is not going to be some terrible kids movie. This is going to be something interesting. So I (laughs) Uh, when we when we see something more, find out something more. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to say I'm excited, but I am intrigued. All right. Pre-order
0: that on uh, 4K. Because
1: I mean, think of the things that like Margot Robbie's like been involved with like the movies she wants to get made and like i Tanya, and this uh the new suicide squad and uh the harley quinn one like these those are good these are good things so yeah i think she knows what she's doing
0: all right all right well before we get into what we've been watching that portion of the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at the cliplessleash.com head over to the clipless leash to pick up the greatest dog leash you've ever seen and If you act now, plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. Pick one of these up and take your dog on a walk. He is getting fat. Head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. All right, Andy, how many things do you have?
1: So I'm going to do a TV recap. And then I've got a trilogy of movies and then one other single movie. Oh, wow. Okay. So tell me how you want it to go. Well, I have six. Okay. You want to go with uh, yours?
0: Okay. I'll start things off with I watched Machine Gun Preacher. Now, uh, don't listen to the the name too much. It's Gerard Butler, and it's based on a true story. And uh,
1: (laughs) that seems unlikely, but... Well, that's why that I'm me. saying. Don't okay. listen
0: to the name. Okay. So it's about a former drug dealing biker guy who uh, finds God and then uh, with a, uh, a Christian group goes to Uganda and uh, starts building uh, or Sudan rather. Maybe Uganda also and starts building homes and then uh, just sees the, the situation there. And then he decides, you know what? I'm going to build an orphanage here. Uh, this is also around the time of uh, Joseph Coney. If you'll recall, who was he turned like forty thousand uh, kids into child soldiers, and so he was uh, saving their lives and uh, going back and forth between his town and Pennsylvania. He built a church in Pennsylvania too, and uh, saving kids, and it's pretty insane. And the at the end, they're showing like actual photos and video of the uh, uh, orphanage over there and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, child soldiers are. Like, ah, oh, it's just crazy. You have to watch it. It's on HBO. It's a few years old, and I had never heard of it. And I was like, oh, machine guns and Gerard Butler. Okay, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty good. It's actually ten years old, and uh, rated R, for in two hours and ten minutes. Now uh, Michael Shannon in it as well. Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh it's crazy. It's I, I always think these are good movies you should watch, and if you think you actually have problems. Watch something like this, and it's like, you don't even know what a problem is. Yeah. Pretty crazy. All right. How many... Like, should we go every other? Should I do two? Should I do five? What are you thinking?
1: Why don't you, why don't you do another one? Then I'll do all the TV stuff.
0: All right. So I watched on Netflix, Things Heard and Seen from 2021. Now, I want to say you talked about this movie a while ago. Is that true? The Amanda mm, Seafried? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe
1: Maybe I had heard of it, but...
0: Okay, maybe I was thinking of another movie. Ring a movie. bell to me. Well, it's on Netflix, and yeah, it's uh, from this year. It's about a uh, a family who takes a job. The dad takes a job uh, outside of Manhattan in uh, rural New York somewhere, and uh, mysterious things are happening. It's like, is the house haunted? What's going on? Is the, the wife kind of crazy? Um, and you just kind of learn a little bit more as the story goes on and a little bit more kind of starts making sense. And, uh, it's, there's a lot going on. It's listed as a drama, whore, mystery, and thriller. Um, it's fine. It has the little girl from stranger things in it. I think, uh, you know, Netflix is making it a thing of that. Um, it's interesting. It doesn't like suck or anything. There's piano in it. So I like that. And, uh, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's, uh, also about two hours long
1: so there's piano yeah if there's
0: That's, piano you yeah, get an extra couple
1: yeah. points it's creepy piano though
0: no 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 They're, they when they move into this house uh they left the piano there the the previous owners so yeah there's actually piano and something else i have uh, coming up too we'll see all right you want to do your tv recap
1: yeah so a few weeks ago i said i was watching ash versus evil dead on netflix uh, i finished that out so the second two seasons didn't like them as much as season one but still enjoyed the, the whole thing um and i was thinking about that like it's amazing that was on that it was allowed to be on tv and then it's just on netflix where like any kid could watch it because um late in season three i'm just watching it and then i realized like what's kind of happening on screen it's like Oh, there's a guy chainsawing kids at a prom. Whoa! Like, and I'm not even thinking like that. It's weird. It's just like, yep, that's how it goes. Uh, that would be weird to walk into. Just so you're like eight years old, and you're like, yeah, all right. Like it is a, it is a uh, violent show, but it's it's very very cartoonish. I'd say. I mean, that's that's just that's the history of that franchise is to show extreme, crazy, violence, limbs cutting off, blood everywhere, that kind of stuff, uh, and. You know, thirty years later, with bigger budgets, they're able to do it. Even though it's on TV, and it was. Technology's come a long way, so it's quite a spectacle, and I'm 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 happy I finally got around to watching it. Uh, I'm also still watching Loki, which wraps up this week. So uh, it's through five episodes out of the six. It's definitely my favorite of the, of the three Marvel shows so far. So um, it's definitely weird and interesting and. Great performance, of course, from Tom Hiddleston. He he knows that character, been doing it for a long time. So,
0: I hear people like that movie, that show. Yeah,
1: and of course Owen Wilson, who um, I hoped for more. I hope this final episode he gets a lot to do. Um, but it's it's great that he's there. It just I'm I'm happy he's there. You know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then uh, Dave on FX, which I talked a lot about last year. Those were my favorite shows to come out last year. And that the first few episodes of season two I didn't love. I thought Dave as a character is kind of awful. Like he's not likable. You're not rooting for him. Um, so Dave slash Little Dickie, a real life rapper who's a real life joke rapper. Um, but I I liked the last two episodes much better. There was an episode where he uh, Kareem wants to interview him and write a piece about him. <laughs> so he goes to Kareem's house and... And this is Cremo Dual jabbar you know, the basketball player. Oh, of course. I go Legend. there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. And they kind of... I think the point was that, oh, let's set this character up to be an asshole for this this season. And then, you know, it'll, it'll turn around. So, uh, enjoying that more now. So, I think uh, there was an episode last night. I didn't watch it yet, but still good. And then the last thing I have for TV... A uh, new HBO miniseries that premiered this Sunday, White Lotus. So uh, I didn't know anything about it until I just looked at it, like, oh, what's coming out and thought, oh, okay, it's a new thing. Uh, it's written and directed by Mike White, who um, is uh, best known as uh, Mr. Schneebly. Yeah, School of Rock. <laughs> so he wrote and and
0: starred. Actually, Schneebly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was in uh, School of Rock, but he also was the writer of it. He also wrote uh, Orange County and, um, natural libre so he was jack black's guy um since since then not as prolific but uh this is his his series here and it's uh it starts off with a return trip from a vacation and there is a dead body being loaded into the plane and then it goes to oh seven days earlier so you don't know who the person who is who died at the resort uh so there's like three groups of characters there there's a, a young uh just a married couple on their honeymoon. Uh, the, the girl there is Alexandra Daddario. You've seen her and stuff. She's fun. And then a family, a, a middle-aged couple with uh, like teenage kids. Uh, that's Steve Zahn and uh, Connie Britton. And then uh, a, an older woman, an older rich woman who's there by herself, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Stifler's mom. That's what she's probably best known as, uh, but those are entertaining people. So I want to see where it goes. I don't think it was a, an amazing first episode, but it's—I'll I'll continue watching, especially because it's six episodes. That's that's an easy way to get me to watch something. Is like,
0: yeah, it's a mini—it's a
1: game. mini series. You know, it's going to end, and you've got some people you've seen before. So I'll see where it goes. Uh, there's not that much on right now. It's not like there's a whole lot of choices, so. I'll let you know how it goes. All right. Very good. All right.
0: My next one I watched from 2012, Lincoln. I'd seen this, I think, once, maybe all the way through, uh, you know, 10 years or so ago. I was like, I'm going to rewatch this. And this is actually the movie that I was interrupted by that helicopter. Um, Just incredible. It's very uh, well done. I read that uh, Spielberg spent, you know, 10 years kind of doing research on you know, the history of this. So that was very accurate. And uh, almost Liam Neeson was going to play Abraham Lincoln.
1: Well, that would be weird.
0: Yeah, well, ultimately Spielberg decided if it wasn't Daniel Day-Lewis, he wouldn't make this movie. And uh, I believe it was a handwritten note to uh, Mr. Day-Lewis. I want to say from uh, Leonardo DiCaprio saying, uh, you know, you got to do this. And uh, he finally did. And uh, it was pretty interesting. He was his reason for not wanting to do it is he didn't think he could, you know, pull off the performance of this wonderful, incredible individual person. And uh, I think he did. And then yeah, he said I, he was taking five years off. He wouldn't act for five years, I believe was the number. And then it, maybe it was even eight. Whenever uh, the velvet, what's that? Fabric movie
1: Phantom Thread. Yeah, that was his next movie.
0: Exactly five or eight years later, which he also uh, got an Oscar for. So the cast in here is incredible. And it's good. I watched it with subtitles. I think that's important. There's a lot of names. There's a lot of information being thrown at you about the uh, amendment and all of that. And uh, I think this kind of movie very much so warrants uh, pulling plugging that on because you're going to miss some stuff. Especially if a helicopter is going over your house.
1: Would it surprise you if I told you I've never seen this? A little bit. Yeah, I don't know why. It just, it was a hole for me. Like, it just, you know, it's not necessarily a movie you go out to the theaters to see.
0: Well, Um, you should watch it on HBO Max. It's two hours and 30 minutes.
1: I did see that it was on HBO and it's leaving. Because I always check that thing. And I'm like, oh, Lincoln, I never saw this. Yeah, I
0: added to my list and I was like, you know what? I have a hole in my leg. I can't go anywhere. It's you know,
1: noon. Yeah. You felt like was, you're in the 1800s. Perfect. Yeah, I
0: fired it up. I probably no, I would have been dead if uh, I was in the 1800s. And this yeah. happened.
1: Uh,
0: so, yeah, it, it was pretty, pretty entertaining. Also, uh, Sally Field uh, was really good. And uh, she was very nervous that she wasn't going to be able to get the role. And uh, she wrote a letter to uh, Spielberg saying, like, please let me audition. And uh, she even got. um day lewis to fly from ireland out to new york or wherever it was to audition opposite her uh because they weren't right sure she was right for the role yeah she played mary todd lincoln who else did they have in mind uh i don't remember andy
1: that wasn't so long ago Yeah. yeah uh
0: james spader was great now he plays a person who there's no actual photos of believe it or not and so they just did what they thought he would look like.
1: Yeah, I could see put a mustache on him. You're like, oh, there you go. James Spader is what they got. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, yeah, check that out. That's really good. Spielberg, you can't go wrong. Um, You want me to do another one? OK. All right. I watched the most notorious movie from 2020. Also on HBO recently added starring um, Betty Galpin. Hiller Swank for a minute. Uh, of course, I'm talking about the movie The Hunt. Now, they wanted to pull this last year because of the mass shootings that were going on. And I feel like there was something about Trump people, like Trump people were going to do this or whatever they were saying. Uh, yeah,
1: so, well, I think they had already been, like, saying, oh, this movie's going to be bad when the mass shooting happened. And then they're like, we can't do this now. Like, So, it's a weird time, weird time.
0: Yeah, uh, it's a fast one. It's kind of a comedy, an action, a little horror thriller. Uh, it's got a couple of laughs in it and a lot of violence. Um, it's about elite, uh, I guess, Democrats, if you will. Uh, hunting, uh, not so elite uh, Republicans, if you will, and uh yeah it's kind of hunger games meets i don't know but five other movies well the most
1: dangerous game is the influence there of course it's which the also famous.
0: stars dennis reynolds is in this glenn howerton <laughs> yes. so yeah talk about getting jacked up uh yeah yeah I, I watched a, that a decent um, little cast and yeah it was just added to uh, hbo max
1: yeah i know i watched that maybe last year or something i watched it um And I thought I thought it was interesting that the kind of like the theme or the the thesis of there was kind of like, don't believe in the worst in people because it's kind of like, okay these people believe that they were capable of this and then it forced them to actually then do it. And then on the other side is like, well, they don't even believe in the humanity of these people and think they're worth killing. And it's like and then the fact that the movie became so controversial and was like, we should pull it. And it was like, it actually like confirm that message. It's like, no, maybe watch the movie before wondering whether it should be not released.
0: I also think they kind of do that. They're like, look, this isn't that good of a movie. Like we don't want to spend any more money promoting it. We're going to pull it. And then everyone will want to talk about it. Kind of like the not pineapple express dictator movie. What's it called? What?
1: Seth Rogen. <laughs> james franco oh, the interview yeah that okay. heaping
0: pile of shit that
1: i bought i was like the dictator with sasha baron cohen like yeah that, that i, that I wanted out. to call it but kind of i
0: knew it was like it's not the dictator uh that movie yeah. was a letdown when I, I paid full freight for it because it was like sony doesn't know what to do well, it came to netflix like, yeah the next day <laughs> well i bought it the day before andy and i was screwed so I'm, i I'm never watched happy that again
1: about it that's weird i never watched that again yeah really i'm sure good. it's got some laughs but
0: uh, their big laugh, I guess, is the firework song. It's funny because yeah. he likes firework. I don't know. Um, yeah.
1: No, the funny thing about the hunt, what I remember is, yeah, they got pulled and then they're like, all right, we're ready to release it. And we're like, it's February 2020. We're ready. We're going to put it out March 6th or something. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then nope. Sorry. Try again. All right. How many things do you have left? I have two. So I've got a trilogy, which I'll talk about all at once, and then one other single movie. So,
0: All right, let's hear the trilogy.
1: Okay. Uh, I watched all three Jumanji movies, which Whoa. I bought the uh, the box set, or not even a box set, it's one case uh, on, on, I was going to call it Black board Friday. Board on game Prime game? Day. On Prime Day, I was able to get, uh, it's a very, very low packaging, just one little case, but it's got all three uh, movies. So the original Robin Williams 1995 movie, as well as the two rock movies. Um, which I had not seen the recent one, so again, that was one of those weird ones where that came out, and then the pandemic happened, and it it like never came to a streaming service or anything. It's like I'm not going to pay 25 bucks to rent this piece of shit, um, and that's not how I feel about the movie. But just like it was never worth it. It was like, okay, I don't want to I don't want to buy it outright if we've never seen, but spend 20 bucks on all three movies. That was perfect for me. Yeah. So uh, I still enjoyed the the original there. Um, the hunter character—it's hilarious. Uh, it's definitely a '90s movie. We got David Alan Greer. That oh yeah, was fun. Um, I watched that a lot as a kid.
0: It was a great one. Every time I was on TNT, I was in. Yeah,
1: fan. what's what's great about it is like, I don't want to say scary, but it's like it is has stakes. You know, you feel like like yeah, kids those monkeys can't, are gonna get me. Yeah, I don't know if kids could handle that. That's a kids' movie, but it's like that also has like man eating plants and like all kinds of kind of like scary stuff. Like, a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Guy tries to shoot you. Yeah. Uh, the spiders look terrible in modern day and 4K. Also, the the monkeys, awful because the monkeys, you get a lot of like close ups of them.
0: Yeah. That That's like
1: ridiculous. early, early CGI. <laughs> so, uh, not, you don't want to see that part in 4K, but uh, like the Robin Williams parts. Wonderful, um, and it, he's just—he's really good in it because he's not even like—he's not being Rod Williams, you know. He's not being like crazy and funny. He's just—he's good in it. So, it's I think a that wonderful movie. Yeah, I think the movie still holds up, but I don't know how kids would handle that. Uh, and then the, the Rock movies—just so different. They're—they're they're good in their own right, uh, but just completely different tone. They are action comedies, buddy comedies, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and the, the main cast there does such a good job of representing the real-life people they are in the movie. So if you, don't, if you don't know the premise is that it's instead of a board game, the real-life people get sucked into a video game and have to play the characters. So like The Rock and Kevin Hart aren't real peoples. Um, but they do such a good job of representing who those characters were that you get introduced to for 10 minutes or something. Uh, and then so the second one, they flip the formula where um, a couple of the people, or okay, everyone from the original one, gets back in there. But also, the main guy's grandfather, played by Danny DeVito, and the, Danny DeVito's friend, uh, Danny Glover. So then, uh, the Rock has to do a Danny DeVito impression, and Kevin R. has to do a Danny Glover impression, like throughout the whole movie. And it's not like it's incredible, but it's it's funny because it's so stupid. So, like, I don't think The Rock can do a good Danny DeVito, but the fact that he's trying it was entertaining.
0: Sounds like it could be good. Yeah.
1: When well, Kevin Hart doing Danny Glover was great, though. <laughs> just talking, like, the whole time he's just really slow, and that was, like, the running joke. He's going to get people killed because he takes forever. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, it's 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 not that different. It's That movie made, like, a billion dollars, or... So they had to make a sequel. They rushed that out and uh, did just enough to make it different, just enough to make you actually see the other one. But I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do more. Uh, They they definitely set up a a sequel after that, but nothing's confirmed yet. I mean, The Rock has got to get back to like Vin Diesel stuff, you know, Fast and Furious. So, yeah, of course, we'll see. But yeah, it, it it's crazy. They're, they're so totally different. The, the nineties original versus these new ones. It's like, okay, it's cool. They're the same series, but like, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't really call them the same.
0: All right. You ready for mine? Next one. Yeah. Which is a TV series on Netflix limited series. I watched and finished the queen's gambit. It was pretty good. And it made me want to learn how to play chess. Uh, I think that was a, a craze when this first came out. Um, and chess boards were hard to come by. Uh, I did not order one yet. I don't know if I will. Um, I've never tried to play, uh, one thing I didn't care for. And maybe this was my own doing. Um, why was it so goddamn dark? Like there was no color in this, like halfway to black and white show.
1: Yeah. Um, It's very muted. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I also noticed that in, uh, uh, things heard and seen movie. Like, obviously, that's kind of supposed to be scary. But it's like, people don't live like that, where that's like, oh, I have one lamp on in the other room, so I'm going to do dishes now. It's like, that's the dumbest thing ever. And I get it, it's a cheap, I guess, scare. Um, but in this regard, like, it made no sense. Like, why isn't there any color? I have a huge 4K TV. I want to see all of the colors. I don't want to just see, you know, 30% of color bring it on, you know, uh, other than that, nothing really bugged me. Uh, you kept kind of waiting for like some guy to be a perv or a dick or something. And I mean, ultimately it, w- there was nothing like over the top or anything that comes to mind uh, immediately.
1: Uh, yeah. Like the, uh, the adoptive father character. Yeah. You're like, Oh, what's he's going to do? We're he's always like, going to oh, be no, abusive. He just, and it's like, he took off.
0: <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> was it's like, his. all right,
1: that's his choice. That's, that's probably fine. the best
0: thing that could have happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, fun it was it's interesting to think about if someone described like there's a show that you have to watch yeah what is it it's about chess like the board game yeah you want to watch it it's like that sounds like it'd be terrible but they did a good job it's it's all in the
1: storytelling andy and uh, yeah well it's that was good it's classic sports structure which yeah and it's, it's not too many
0: episodes seven it's pretty easy to burn through when you can't do anything all weekend
1: yeah do you like those, uh, the Russians? They all just wear suits and they're like, Yeah, I liked just... the
0: one that looked like he'd be a, uh, like composer or something. He had all the hair.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Like, I don't know how accurate all that stuff is, but just like, oh, yeah, they wanted to kill us and everything that they could and then, like, let their people starve.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, what happened? I mean, I think they're still starving, but like, the, re- the space race, and I don't yeah. think they do chess. I think now they just, like, drink, like, have bears and shit yeah
1: i would laugh You're like oh the russian team like russia like yeah. they're banned from the suits. olympics
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. all right you have one more
1: yes and you met you watched it last week so oh, uh, the ice road on netflix uh i love these 90s throwback movies that just throw them up on on streaming because like there's no way you'd ever want to pay money no, you'd to go be see
0: disappointed it. to watch it in theaters but you're gonna enjoy the crap out of it on your couch
1: yeah these are sunday afternoon movies i had to clean the floors and threw this on your floors need sweeping that was your yeah. get
0: shit done day
1: yeah so uh you know put that on and then uh it classic where it's like oh lawrence fishburne that's and they're like oh okay that's why they got lawrence fishburne in this movie yeah. uh
0: easy <laughs> one day's pay
1: yeah um And then the 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 actress there, like the female lead there, um, she's going to be the go to like Native American actress forever now. She was in the the show Legion. And then I know she's also supposed to be in uh, a predator movie where it's like the predator comes to like eighteen hundreds and the tribe has to then like fight the predator, which. Sounds good. I think that could be good, so. Yeah. And you were right that uh, Lloyd Braun was.
0: <laughs> yeah, Lloyd Braun.
1: Yeah. Killing it. A Canadian executive.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Things went uphill after he ate that hot dog. Yeah. Uh,
1: I was also uh, happy that they didn't, they just didn't attempt Liam Neeson being a, an American or a Canadian. He, he called himself Irish at one point, yet his brother was not Irish. And it's like, don't worry about It doesn't matter. Also, did you know anything about these ice roads? I figured it was in Alaska. So, well, I mean, Canada is basically Alaska. But I assumed, because like, they've had that show Ice Road Truckers, and it was like, oh, people love that shit. But I've Yeah, um, shit.
0: not The Rock was an extra on that. What? What's that in uh, Daddy's Home 2? I didn't know that. He was an a- alternate for Ice Road <laughs> yeah. Trucker Season 3. He'll be fine. He can drive on these roads.
1: So I assumed ice roads just meant like, oh, the roads have ice in them because it's cold, so there's a little ice on them, so it's a little dangerous. Uh, ice roads are actually frozen rivers that they drive on, frozen lakes, because yeah. it makes it a lot quicker to get places. If you, Especially like in Northern Canada there, there's tons and tons of lakes, so to get a direct shot, which is like, oh, that's insane. I thought it was like, oh, it's dangerous because it's wet it and you might, road. you might slip. It's like, oh no, you could fall into the ice. It's like, holy shit. So, it's uh, the ultimate you, <laughs> stakes. If you didn't know, that's what it was about. That's a little more interesting, I would say. But yeah, this was just a total like 90s movie.
0: And it was more perfect for Liam be- as he you know ages because it's like, oh, he's just behind the wheel. He He fights a little bit of crime, but mostly within the truck.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, st- still a blue collar hard, hard worker but doesn't have to like uh like do a zip line across a building or something. Just kind of normal guy stuff. Mhm. Although I didn't like the the weird stereotype of uh the mentally um disadvantaged whatever you want to say brother having a pet rat like oh come on
0: yeah that was like out of a mice and men or something <laughs> yeah, but you really say he helped save the day yeah. you knew that thing was going to come in handy it's like i don't know how but that thing is going to help uh, in some way and yeah I bit the guy's finger
1: so there's also a weird connection here uh the writer and director of the ice road i looked up um jonathan hensley Looks like he wrote a lot of 90s action movies. Uh, so it looks like uncredited on the rock and con air. So, whoa. But that's that's big. The Saint, Die Hard with the Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, also wrote and directed The Punisher, the one with uh, John Travolta. I like that one. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, uncredited. Uh, so he, he loved his Nick Cage. Uh, also credited for the wrote Jumanji. <laughs> so,
0: holy moly. Interesting. Yeah all goes back to Jumanji.
1: Yeah. Although that looks like that has, that has three writers credited. So, uh, mm. who knows? Okay. But interesting.
0: All right. My last one, I did premiere access on Disney plus for Cruella.
1: Oh my God. I have another one too. I forgot.
0: <laughs> oh, Andy, you always do one last thing. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll get you.
0: So we, we gathered, a the fiance's family and had a movie night and uh, watched Cruella and uh, so how Premier Access works also because I wasn't entirely up to speed on it it's 30 bucks but it's not a rental you own it so long as you are a subscriber to their you know $8 a month or whatever it is Disney Plus app once you no longer have Disney Plus you don't get to keep the movie with you um, lucky for me Verizon gives me my Disney Plus. Uh, But it's also available on Disney Plus for free for anyone who has Disney Plus on August, I think, 27th. Uh, I thought this movie was phenomenal. It was very well shot, perfectly colored. It wasn't dark. Um, Paul Walter Hauser is at the top of his game. Uh, It's a very great kids movie, but it's also an adult movie. And I also want to give them Just tremendous kudos and props for their soundtrack. They use a song called Five to One by the Doors that no one under my age has ever heard. And it's like, you need to introduce actual music back to kids. Otherwise, everything's just going to be beep, boop, bop on the computer. Uh, So phenomenal soundtrack. And uh, the dogs are fun. And uh, it was great. There was uh, the, the beginning of uh, Cruella de Vil.
1: Yeah, and aren't they? I think they said they were going to do another one. It would not <laughs> surprise me. So successful. Uh,
0: yeah, they also set it up for another one. And I mean, everyone did such a great job. Emma Thompson, uh, obviously, she won't be in the second one, I wouldn't think. But Paul Walter Hauser and uh, Joel Fry are good. Uh, that's fun. There, Nothing in it made me mad. So that's always a plus. Uh, but like I said, the music in there alone was just incredible. It was perfect, and because it's Britain in the '60s, it's, you can't do any better than that. There was one song I don't like. I'm not going to go into it, but everything else, I either didn't know and was fine with, or liked it a lot. Including they had two Rolling Stones songs. The very first song is uh, "She's a Rainbow" by the Rolling Stones, so that'll jack you up.
1: I'm going to look at the soundtrack now and find out
0: which it's one. It's pretty it top notch. You should get that on 4K, Andy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah I, you know I like the, the cartoon from way back when and that was one of the ones I I actually watched the Disney movie so I haven't
0: seen that since I was a child and I don't know if I've seen the whole thing or I saw like 10 minutes of it waiting in the pediatrician's office it's yep. one of those things so I have no idea
1: I it was also have. that was the first live action Disney remake the Glenn Close yeah. one from the 90s Which I
0: don't know if I saw that
1: yeah Uh, But if they're going to keep doing like these like live action of their old cartoons, this is how they should do it is actually like a new story.
0: Yes. And they don't need to do like the, you know, like tripping out acid trip colors or anything like that. Like this was normal life, like realistic enough. Um, Some of the dog tricks. uh, I just I guess you have to be a very talented uh, dog trainer, but it wasn't like, oh, the dog could drive a car. It was just they they could do things, but it was fun. Very well done.
1: Yeah, I'm sure I'll watch that when I when it comes to regular Disney Plus, and I'll yeah another
0: month and a half, and it'll be there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, well, I I watched a Disney movie as well. That's on Premier Access. Oh. Uh, Black Widow. I didn't watch it on Premier Access. I went out to the theater to watch it. Uh, it's the the first Marvel movie in two years. So they they've had their shows, but this was supposed to come out last year, uh, before all the shows came out. So that that was a little weird. Like, oh, is there stuff in the shows that would have been revealed later and all that stuff? And it's like it was also weird because Black Widow is a uh, a prequel, but I mean it's it's takes place after Captain America: Civil War, which came out in 2016. So it, and it takes place like immediately after. Um, So it's a little strange where you kind of know where this character ends up and you also know that the characters and the other characters in this are not in other Marvel movies. So uh, that's always strange trying to pull that off, Uh, but they wanted to uh, give one final movie for Scarlett Johansson been there from the beginning and she never had a solo movie. So uh, they finally wanted to get around to doing that. And uh, like a lot of Marvel movies, it's good, but nothing special they mm-hmm. uh, I mean they do have special movies that they've made but like a lot of them are just like alright you go watch it because you want to keep up with the the story here um, and so it's you know it's still well made uh, I liked the, the new characters they introduced so it's like about her family in Russia because she was originally a Russian spy who defected so uh, David Harbour of Stranger Things is the father character and he was like a a Russian Captain America in the 80s and then uh, her younger sister played by Florence Pugh who uh, I'd like the sh- stuff she's done uh, mid midsummer was a crazy crazy movie that she was the star of so she's really good and uh, rumor is she'll she'll continue on with the Marvel franchise so she'll be a, a character going forward which is good because she's she's great uh, that's the one you want to be part of the the future because th- that's the thing that Marvel has to solve right now is that the the original people are are basically done. Like Scarlett is definitely done, Robert Downey Jr. is definitely done, Chris Evans is definitely done. Um, so they got to start planning for what, what the about new stuff that
0: is. bad actor who always just makes a confused face? He's not going anywhere. I bet. What? <laughs> he's the
1: Hulk. Mark Ruffalo, that
0: guy sucks. All he does is squint his eyes and like he's reading something in small print, and he gets Oscars. I don't think he actually does, but like people love him. He's oh, he's a really well done actor.
1: Oh, no, he's not. He sucks. He's been nominated. Uh, he was good in uh, the wrestling thing. What was that called? I don't know the wrestling one. <laughs> uh damn it! What was that called? I have to. I have to know now. I have to look it up with uh, Steve Carell fox catcher
0: never saw that yeah
1: it was good steve carell was a murder murderous uh rich guy who wanted to be a wrestling coach Whoa! it, it was it's similar to like remember that uh the olympic girl who like was terrible but she made no. the olympics because she had like a rich family
0: no i know why tanya
1: we talked about this on a podcast she was like a snowboarder and she was terrible but she just didn't fall
0: I don't know. You we don't remember this at all. How do I don't remember that? All right.
1: Well, he was a he was a rich guy who like just donated money to the wrestling team so he could be a coach in the Olympics. Um but that's not the movie I was even talking about. It's a Black Widow. Uh if you're not a, a Marvel super fan, then I don't think you need to go see this maybe even at all, but you know this is not the thing that, that needs to take you back to the movies. It's it's definitely a, a mid tier movie. Marvel
0: movie
1: mm-hmm. um, and they kind of they kind of ripped off the Americans which was weird it's oh like, it's like all right you're doing the whole thing uh Russian family in America pretending to be Americans it's like it's hard to be done you can't do it again all right but yeah good good acting good characters but overall not an incredible movie
0: okay all right that was a lot of what we've been watching Um, Solid episode here. Uh, You've been listening to episode 228 of the Tony's Take Podcast. And Andy, if you don't have anything else to add, that'll uh, conclude
1: us. No, we must end.
0: All right. I'm Sean. And join with me, we had Off-Road Black Widow Andy. Goodbye. We'll see you later.